0: get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go. It's Alan and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, well, Boomer has left the building. It's like three seconds after the show ended. But Al and I are still here because we are here for you for the Post Game Podcast.
1: Oh, yeah, it's the Post Game Podcast. Jerry, I want to start with something that did come up briefly on the show today. Okay. But uh, with my fascination with bathrooms and all things toilets, Mm. it is uh, a big concern of mine. We're uh, in a building. Uh, we're uh, CBS owns uh, many radio stations here in New York. If I may rattle them off to you, Jerry. Go for it. We call these sister stations. So yes. it's a, we're at WFAN. We are also owned uh, uh, WCBS AM 880, 1010 Winds, 1027 Fresh, uh, 92.3 Amp, and uh, 101.1 CBS FM. Yes. We're all here, Jerry. We're all here. And we all share a very small amount of bathrooms, yes. toilets, if you will. Right. Not only are we all here, but all of our sales staff is here, our office workers, so a lot of people sharing just a few toilets. And the way it goes, Jerry, is at any moment, no matter what time of day we get here, you know, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, if you go in the bathroom, there is somebody sitting down doing his business. That is true. Uh, I could imagine then in a normal Business workday hours, there must be constantly people in there. Mm -hmm. We're getting an influx of 180 employees. Of which Al is not exaggerating. That was the email. 180 180 employees employees are coming here. Because we had offices in other parts of the city, they're smartly consolidating them all here. Right. We will all be here. Our corporate folks will be here, that sort of thing. The Play Dot It podcast people—they're going to be here too. Oh yeah. And, oh, I didn't know that. And anytime I have a problem, I'm going to go right down the hallway. I honestly did not know that. Yeah, oh yeah, they're all coming here, Jerry. But my question was, with an influx of 180 people, you got to figure 50% of them are men. That's another 90 men vying for pooping on our toilets. Four stalls. Four. Four stalls. It's going to be quite a scene. You, I'm
0: just glad we leave.
1: Aren't there regulations like with a certain uh, number would, of people? Yes, there are. Maybe we'll be installing new toilets. That would be awesome. By the way, are there any bathrooms on the
0: front of the bill of the no. of the floor? How is that possible? You're telling me that entire big area where the reception yeah. is, all the conference rooms. There's nothing over nothing. there.
1: Nothing. How I tell does that makes sense? When we did uh, the 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 charity days over at the BGC, yes, that's great uh, bathrooms. Oh. There's a lot of office buildings that have tremendous bathrooms. Yeah. And other ones have terrible ones. Yeah. We happen to be in a terrible... The building we work in is beautiful. When we bring guests in, I'm that they're very impressed. Like when they walk around. Building's like, great. Yes. Building's great. And then when the guest asks to use the bathroom, I'm like, huh. <laughs> I did this. Uh, Mike Schmidt came in a couple of weeks ago and uh, was very impressed with the building. And he said, may I use the bathroom before we go on the air? I said, the bathroom is not going to be the greatest. Right. He went in there where he came out. I go, terrible, right? He goes, not, no. Not too bad. So I don't know where Mike Schmidt is. Well, it
0: was still early. I think the bathroom has become a disaster after 9 o'clock.
1: Oh, I see what you're and saying. I think
0: he came in at 9, and he like was cleaned at, and all. at 8 o'clock,
1: Okay. Yes. Good point. That's don't fair, think Jerry. I do
0: turned out to be MLB.com in Secaucus. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Secaucus. In uh, Chelsea? Yeah. Great bathroom situation. Really? Yes. I worked there for a couple of summers uh, just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Terrific situation. By the way, that situation in general... Bathrooms are great. You're right. The amount of free beverages
1: Ooh, free at beverages. Your
0: disposal, great, fantastic vending machines, and restaurants galore downstairs.
1: Now, when I worked at uh, K-Rock, I worked there for the last six months that Howard Stern worked there. I also worked there. Okay. So the bathrooms at K-Rock were terrible, worse than these. Really? Yeah. But Howard Stern had his own bathroom in his studio. Sure. Which no one else was allowed to use. But I eyeballed it. This is, though, unfortunately, before, like, iPhone cameras and things. Because you would have taken pictures. I would have had and... so many great pictures in that studio. I'm sure you would have. Do but you remember Astoria, nothing. though?
0: Like, in Astoria, you think about it, we had two single bathrooms. Yeah. Now, it wasn't 200 people, but you did have the entire newsroom staff, the mm-hmm. producers, the board ops, the hosts. Right. And the production staff. At times, you had upwards of 30 people down there. Right. Two single bathrooms. Yeah. And even upstairs, where all the salespeople were, mm-hmm. it was a single-stall bathroom. Right. So I guess we made it work then. We did. We can make it work now. We will. And also be very thankful that your system does not allow you to usually release... Right, for the until most ...until you're home twice right. a week. Yes. So you're kind of fine. It's the people that use it every day. I feel right. bad for
1: them. That's true. That's a good point, Jerry. I also want to address... Uh, it it was going around the internet late last night. It came up on the show a number of times this morning this idea that a caller called into Mike Francesa's show yesterday and Mike got very annoyed with him because the guy said imagine if Luis Severino does not get out of the first inning and gives up something like 3 runs. Right. And Mike shouted him down or whatever it was. And people today are like, "Oh, this caller predict You know how many terrible predictions Mike gets on a regular Countless. basis? Countless." Yes. So The one guy is right with a rando prediction.
0: It was funny because he said he can't get out of the first inning. What if he gives up three quick runs? He had everything nailed as if he wrote it. Right. That's why it was funny. It wasn't the fact that he said, What if he, you know, he struggles early and they got to pull him and he was very generic and, you know, vanilla and you didn't want
1: to kind of. He nailed it. He nailed it. But people act like it's like, oh, Mike doesn't know anything. Oh, no, about no, no, baseball. no. no one ever, I never said that. No, but you was, didn't say that, right. Jerry. I'm saying funny. the Twitter people. Right. And then the Funhouse guy or whatever his name is now on Twitter. I don't right. remember what it is. He's got the audio immediately. Oh, yeah. I guess these guys must just record him. I don't know how they do day. that. I'd I love to know who that guy is and how he does it. I don't know. A software, I guess. I don't know. Soft, do you think it's a software issue? I think it's issue. software. I
0: think it's, that's the way we're going. In this day and age I'd like to software. interview him
1: here on the post-game podcast. One day, maybe he'll come in. We'll do an interview, Jerry.
0: I don't think that would be a problem.
1: Although if this you... week, he definitely has to be back wherever he is by 1 o'clock. Yes. So you will do he it record.
0: at 10.30, have him out the door at 11.
1: What if he's inside the building, Jerry? You think that's possible? It's possible.
0: I don't. You think Ernie Acosta is the fun time guy? I don't. Of course not. No, I don't think the guy's in the building. I I, I just don't think so.
1: Okay. Jerry, I'd like to address a couple things I have tweeted out the last few days. I do um, like
0: this. This is very—we're kind of cleaning and loose. Yeah, we're tying up loose up, ends.
1: Loose ends. A couple things I tweeted out over the last few days. I would like your take on it. Okay. Uh, last night I was watching. Uh, I was. I was watching the final episode. It was a ten-episode Netflix series called Ozark. I'd seen it was recommended to me. I like Jason Bateman, who is the lead actor in it, and I really got to thinking. Like, I was watching the final episode. Where they're all trying to tie everything together. I'm like, I don't know what is going on. After nine or ten episodes, right. You're I still was already confused. getting confused. And I just thought, all these people, I always hear people like boomers are always watching Netflix series. Yes. Binge watching. And all these people are like, You need to watch this. You should watch this. You ne-. I don't want the pressure of feeling dumb to not be able to follow this stuff. Right. First of all, we can't really watch a lot of that stuff because we work in sports. We do have to and want to watch sports at night. Right. So if you're watching, especially during baseball season, it'll ease up after baseball season. But you got to watch the Knicks and Rangers, that sort of thing. But I guess that's when people are watching all these series at night. A lot of people DVR stuff, too. DVR stuff, right. But, yeah, I felt like I want to start another series. Like, uh, what the heck's that one series, Netflix, Stranger Things? I, this is a very popular uh, Netflix series. I know I'm going to be lost in it. And then I feel dumb. So why even start it?
0: Don't. Go find something that you think you will enjoy and understand. And then have fun with that. Now, the Ozark thing, is that that's yeah. not a comedy?
1: No, it's not a comedy. See, I would think
0: Jason Bateman, I would think, is a comedy. Exactly.
1: Great point, that. Jerry. I'm glad yes, you brought you. that up.
0: Great point, Boomer. Yeah,
1: He is uh, such a terrific actor, and I only know him from comedies. And I saw he was doing this. I said, you know, I'm going to check this out. He's a terrific actor.
0: Did you like it, or you stuck with
1: it it just because... I liked it, but I will tell you, it began to feel like a homework assignment. Got it. That's that's time to stop. It's time to stop, right? But I feel like I would get that with every single thing I start to watch.
0: I want a channel... I don't know if if there is that out there. I want a channel that's just got, like, good documentaries. Documentary Entertainment documentaries, where they're going to be on actors, on musicians, on athletes. Not necessarily, Paul, I don't want any of that crap. I want the uh the other stuff. I want documentaries on Jason Bateman's life. I oh. want documentaries on Neil Diamond. I want to see a documentary
1: on Herschel Walker.
0: That's the stuff I
1: like. So but, but when you bring up music documentaries what you're looking for there is rockumentaries.
0: Uh it doesn't have to be. I would watch a, I would watch a documentary on Toby Keith or or one of those I can't even think of another country music star. Kenny Chesney. Sure. Him. Yes. I would watch it cuz I the one thing I have found that you turned me onto with these musical documentaries are everyone's got some sort of weird thing that happened to them yes. earlier in their life that kind of steered them in this direction, and I'm fascinated by how everything's very similar yet so very different. If that makes sense,
1: that was uh, the whole remember behind the music on yes, VH1. Those were do. very popular. I do those not are...
0: long enough though. Yeah, I want I like the two hour. Do- I like I like that Tom Petty one that it was three hours. I feel like I learned a hell of a lot about Tom Petty. Right. Kind of like the Mike and the Mad Dog thirty for thirty to me was not long enough. Too short. I didn't learn anything. Agreed. I wanted more. I would like more in a turn two to three hours. Right. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying.
1: I do know what you're saying. Maybe you could produce some rockumentaries for me. Okay,
0: I could do that. Katy Perry. I'd like one on Katy Perry.
1: A uh, rockumentary on Katy Perry. Yes. Okay. Now, Jerry, one of the things I noticed on Jason Bateman when I was watching this was, uh, what a beautiful watch he had, and I thought. I could be a watch guy. You could. Because nowadays everyone's like, I don't need a watch. I have my cellular telephone. That's garbage. 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 A watch is really like a piece of jewelry for a man. Becomes a piece of you. Because uh, you can't really... Men don't really wear rings and uh, bracelets and earrings and that sort of thing. I don't Occasionally wear Occasionally men do wear those things, but a nice watch... Is what I'm talking about, Jerry. It looks good. It tells the time as well. I've heard that, yes. But here's the thing. Watches, I was like, eh, maybe I'll get a watch, but I'm sorry. I'm not going to spend $500 on a watch. So what are you going to do? Well, luckily one day when I was thumbing through my Instagram, I saw a beautiful watch. And it was an advertisement. And at first I was like, you know, you like to blow through advertisements. Yes. We're so used to not even paying attention to them. Correct. Like if this were an advertisement. Right. And I'm thumbing through the Instagram. Something caught your eye, didn't it? Something caught my eye. Yeah. It was a watch. A movement watch, Jerry. Mm. That's a brand name. Movement Watches. So I was like, okay, I do like it, but what is this going to cost me? Five hundred. Then I found out movement watches start at just $95, Jerry. Wow. $95. Yeah. It was started by these two dudes. Two dudes. Who loved watches, but didn't love watches shelling out a lot of money for watches. And so they did something about it. They did something about it. Meanwhile, you and I sit here with ideas and do nothing.
0: Well, you really do nothing. I'm the idea starter, and then you just drop the ball. Mm. These two dudes were in lockstep and did something about it. They did
1: something about it. They created movement watches. And did they do something about it, Jerry? Yes, they did. Over 1 million watches sold. Is that
0: remarkable?
1: In over 160 countries, of which I could not even name 160 countries. I don't think countries. you can name 12 countries, actually. Probably not. Probably not. And they've sold them in 160. Yeah. That, by the way, is awesome. Now, if you go to their website, now their movement watches, the website is mvmt.com slash postgame. <coughs> you okay? mvmt.com slash postgame. I got myself the Maverick watch. Under the modern sport category.
0: Now, I also went into the modern sport oh, category. Did. I went with the abyss.
1: Oh, the abyss! All uh, right. And
0: I so I wore I wear my watch specifically when I go to events and mm-hmm. I'm dressed nice because this yeah. is a classy looking watch. It's a good looking watch. I get compliments on it. My father thinks it's awesome. We're it's, at a wedding.
1: Do not tell him that you did not pay a lot of money for it. I told him go to MVMT.com dot com slash postgame. Mm. Here's the thing. If he does that, he will get 15% off today with free shipping and, if you don't like it, free returns. So,
0: hold on a second. And you're telling me a That's good right. price, mm-hmm. a great watch, yeah. plus
1: a discount and yeah. free shipping? That's right, Jerry. Shut up. That is right. Uh, now is the time to step up your watch game. Go to mvmt. Go to MVMT.com slash postgame. All, right. All right? All right. All right? Got it. This also says... Yeah. All right. I don't want to ruin anything.
0: Winter's coming. Would you like Kumo Tires?
1: No, we're not doing Kumo Tires today. No, I was just throwing that out there. Oh, Jerry. um, Oh, here's the other thing I wanted to bring up. Yes, Al. Uh, I was uh, out to dinner with... uh, my gal Gina the other day. We were mm-hmm. at a, a seafood restaurant over the weekend.
0: Right, because you go out every Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and Sunday.
1: <laughs> I don't go out Sundays. Oh, much you don't? Now. No, Saturday, oh, Friday. You ordered and Saturday. it on Sunday as well. No, mostly. Uh, oh, you have, but you have brunch on Sunday? No, I do. So, I normally I have a breakfast Sunday. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I've been getting away from that. Trying Got to, it.
0: Trying to save 150 I wasn't sure what was week. going
1: on here, Jerry, so I was uh, trying to cut back a little bit. Got you. Um Well, you ain't kidding. No, I'm good. <laughs> Sold my house. <laughs> How'd that feel when you uh, bought a house and then uh, the and incident, then it happened? Then the incident happened. I'll be honest. Yeah, there haven't been honest,
0: I, and I'm serious about this. There have not been many times. See, I have a lot of friends who uh, we work with. One, I am not going to mention his name, who was panic stricken about buying a house. What am I going to do? What if this? What if that? Going to have a, I wanted to slap him, dude. Relax. You're paying rent already. What the hell is the difference? Right. You'll be fine. For the first time in my life, I had the thought of, oh, God, (laughs) what the hell am I going to do if something goes wrong when it went down? I do hope we are beyond that. We
1: are. And I I feel fine right now. All right, Jerry. So I was out at this uh, seafood place. Got it. And Gina says, uh, we went to the salad bar. That's how you know. Classy. (laughs) And there was... uh, they have various things you can put on your salad, including imitation crab meat.
0: Right. I saw you tweet about that. Yeah,
1: to which when we sat down at the at the table, she said, I don't know why I never remembered to buy imitation crab meat. Why is it called imitation crab meat? I don't know. Meat? Is it real crab meat? No. It's a type of fish that I believe has the texture and taste of crab meat. So they call it imitation crab meat. Yeah, why Boy, not just call it the name of that what fish? What a
0: lack of respect for that lack fish. Lack of
1: respect, yeah. Damn. Imitation crab meat.
0: Maybe it's it's like a gas-ass fish or something, and the Uh, name is weird.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Huh. In fact, I was going to Google it. So where where were we going with this? I'm just saying, like, that exactly. Like, Why call it imitation crab meat?
0: I don't know. I've always wondered that. I've never looked it up. I've never thought about it, except when I see it immediately, and then I move on.
1: All right, let's see. Imitation crab meat. Oh, it's called crab stick also. Crab stick. It's a form of... Kamaboko, a processed seafood made of starch and finely pulverized whitefish, shaped and cured to resemble the leg meat of a snow crab. So
0: it's basically not real. Yeah, it's not real. So it's processed crap is what Mm -hmm. it is. Tell Gina, that's why you don't buy it.
1: It was invented in 1976.
0: Uh, Created, not invented. Created, not invented. Right. Fish in a lab. That sounds awesome.
1: Legal restrictions now prevent them from being marketed as crab sticks. They actually have to call it imitation crab meat.
0: They should just call it scientifically engineered crap.
1: Alaska pollock from the North Pacific is commonly the main ingredient.
0: Now, pollock is a whitefish, correct?
1: I believe so, yes. It's
0: a cheap whitefish.
1: And then, then they mix that with fillers such as wheat and egg white. Really? Or other binding ingredients. Egg white's okay. Crab flavoring is added. Oh, boy. And a layer of red food coloring is applied to the outside. Wow. Well, now
0: you know what why you don't buy it.
1: What a lot of work.
0: Yeah, but they're selling hundreds of millions of pounds of it,
1: so I yeah. think we're okay. Let me see the nutritional. Crab gotta stick. Gotta be just loaded with sodium, doesn't it? Nutritional information.
0: Lot of sodium. Let's take a look, sodium. Jerry.
1: I like doing this live on the air.
0: Well, it's live well, it's to tape.
1: Live to tape. Yeah. Wow. Uh, one stick that looks like a, a crab leg. Right. One stick. This says, no, I'm, I'm on the um, myfitnesspal.com yes. website. Calories. Oh, this is fried crab sticks. In a fried crab stick, 820 calories for Oof. one stick.
0: Yeah, but that's fried, so that doesn't really count. All what right. does say for sodium, though?
1: All right, Jerry. Sodium. 4,480. What? Milligrams? Yes. D- isn't that like a week's worth? That can't be. This can't be real.
0: No, it can't be. There's no way. God, I'm hungry. Even imitation crab meat. Would, you, right would
1: you like a crab stick? I, you know, I, I wouldn't, but I could eat it. All right. Here's a regular crab stick, not fried. Not fried. 30 calories. This says zero sodium.
0: But that's imitation crab meat.
1: That's right. I don't believe you. Hmm.
0: It's right. got to have salt in it.
1: I would think so, Jerry. If it's
0: got crab flavoring in it, that's part salt.
1: Right. Interesting. Plus, doesn't it come from the ocean? Is that salt water? It does well, I don't know if it's imitation, it comes from the ocean. True. I don't believe this story I'm gonna do next. Sag ass. I don't believe this story. A woman walking her dog in Somerset, England. Already we have a problem. With yeah. That. She was walking her basset hound, Molly, on Breen Beach in Somerset, England. When Molly picked up what? This woman first thought was a dead bird. She quickly learned that her dog was holding on to an intact penis and testicles. Don't I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay. That's the, what are we doing? Quote, I could see she was about to roll something around. It is usually maggots or birds, but I stopped her and saw it wasn't that at all. It definitely looked human to me. I think it was an intact penis and male testicles. It was upsetting more later on when you actually think that it could be someone's relative. Okay. I don't believe that either.
0: I don't either. That would be like a new definition for doing a doggy style.
1: I don't know where you get these stories, Jared. Penis and balls right in the dog's mouth. Right in the dog, yep. Well, good luck with that not being a drop on the show. (laughs) Wait a second. No, no.
0: No, no, no! That's not a drop. What's wrong with you? And
1: finally, Jerry, Instagram, Instagram oh, on, which you, y- you were on, now you're off. I haven't been on. Doesn't Instagram seem like in you're into about Instagram. A year.
0: I'm also. I've had enough of Facebook. Okay. I have not logged off it. I still do check it once in a while. I can't be bothered with it. Right. It's
1: too much. It is a lot. It's just too much, Al. Well, you can now on Instagram. You'll be able to do polls on Instagram. Why can't I do the poll on Twitter? Well, you can. I'm in enough. But you could also do a poll on Instagram.
0: Or I could not do a poll at all.
1: You take a photo or video. Next, you select the poll sticker. Then add text. See your results in real time. Who cares? And then what? What do I get out of that? Like, for example, here's one that they use as an example. Would you want this donut plain or with sprinkles?
0: What would you give me? How bad would it go for me? Yes. If I did a Twitter poll. hmm
1: me or Giannotti? <laughs> oh, as a boomer co-host.
0: I would get destroyed.
1: Maybe we'll do that tomorrow morning.
0: No, I don't think we'll do that As at all. a Twitter poll. But right there is a good example of how dangerous like this stuff is.
1: Very dangerous.
0: Because you could do something, oh, 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 that's funny, and it could go in a direction that you never anticipated. Yes. And you could just get, to, uh, you, honestly, you get fired. You really could if you put the wrong thing up. I forget all that. But did you see the thing with the CBS, the woman from CBS? She got fired after the shootings in Vegas. She had some stupid comment about, you know, gun control and Republicans. And it was very heartless.
1: I did see When all those
0: people were killed. Mm -hmm. And CBS reacted accordingly. Well, they did. She probably in the moment was angry. Yes. Had something on. She wanted to get off her chest. And I think it was Facebook. Probably thought it was just amongst friends. But man, once it's out there, it's out there. And she is now out. Out. God, it's That's so bad dangerous, job by man. Her. It is. her you? How dangerous. many times have you started to type something and actually held back? Often.
1: Oh, for re- really? Yeah. Enough times where I go, hmm. Because even like I think something, I'm trying to be funny. Right. And I'll go, okay, how could this be taken the wrong way?
0: Have you ever deleted something as soon as you posted it? Or um, you thought better before you actually hit?
1: Yeah, I thought better before I hit and then... Maybe, you know, I've been on it for a number of years now. So, yeah, I probably have deleted something where somebody wrote to me and was offended by something. Right. And then I looked at it. I was like, yeah, that's and a you, good you point. you thought better of it. Yeah, what's the... Got yeah. rid
0: of it. Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. Sometimes you just don't know how it's inferred, the tone. Right, tone. Print. Tone.
1: Tone is big, Jerry.
0: Tone, tone Loke was big at one.
1: Was, uh, well, he had uh, two hits. Funky,
0: cold Medina. And, and wild one? thing. How I forget about Wild
1: Thing? Those were, gr- those were awesome. are make my
0: heart. Santa, that, that was a different
1: background. Wild Thing. but Different Wild Thing. Different one, but my bad. just as popular. My bad. Uh, the Trogs had the first Wild Thing in okay. the 60s. And Tron then he Lope. did a remake of it. Not a remake. Sounded just like it? Just the same title. That was the only similarities. Got it. All right, cool, man. All right, Jerry, the warm-up show is next. You were on that as well. I and was. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired of myself. Seems like you're trying to be on the air a lot. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. So good morning campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry brought to you by Newcastle building products. The only streak free roof from Scotch garden 3M use it on your roof already. Hey, what do you
0: say? It's a Wednesday morning. Although I got to be honest, it still feels like Tuesday night. This portion is sponsored by sprint. Al Dukes. That was like the longest baseball game I've ever seen.
1: It was very long. Jerry at, uh, after the first inning, it was nine o'clock. So I don't yes. know, people hearing this now, Oh my god! did they uh, stay up for the whole I thing? I stayed up. A lot of people had to fight sleep. I did fight you're, a little sleep, you're too. You're fighting it, Jerry. Yeah, I would say, legitimately, I missed the entire eighth inning. I dozed. And then you woke up in the night. And I saw Chapman on the couch. Right. Yes, that will happen. Yes, I was watching along. It was 4-4, right? Then I dozed off. I woke up at 5-4. So okay, let me see how that, and I go right to the MLB app to see. Oh, well, how did that happen? Right. While I dozed. Uh, let me ask you this though, Jerry. Based on the um, Louis Severino first inning, <laughs> you mean one out, <laughs> <laughs> one out, one third of an inning. <laughs> right. Who do you think, if you could pick one person, he owes a thank you to? Give me um, one guy oh, that Louis. Well, Chad Green.
0: Right, to has me, to be Chad Green. Although David Robertson was spectacular, but Chad Green.
1: To me, it's either Chad Green or Didi or Didi Gregorius. Yeah, you could say that too. But I will notice this. So it was very cool watching a full stadium that was <laughs> very again. Yes. into the game. Yes, and that they made was mention of that me.
0: many times on TV that the place was electric.
1: It, w- it was electric. It was Jerry. electric. It was electric. Right. And here's the thing: Louis Severino put that game at three <laughs> nothing. Somewhat felt out of reach to me. Really? Before Yankee fans were done sipping their martinis, or in their seats and eating sushi, right? Now they were still in the sushi line. Of course they were behind home plate. I, you know what, dude? Go ahead. I did not feel good about three to nothing. Seriously? Uh, seriously? Against Irvin Santana and the Twins? Because of the gut punch that it was. Oh, in no the gut first punch! Inning.
0: Come on! It's a, but here is the thing. Here is what I said: the Twins scored too early. Who'd the you Yankees say that? Yankees have nine. My son, I watched the My son. And, so you are just talking out loud. Uh, well, I do do that as well. But me and my son watched the game. He made it to the seventh inning, I want to say. And, you know, I said, wow, good start for the Twins. But I got to be honest, the Yankees have nine innings left.
1: <laughs> so in your head, it was like when someone scores against the Patriots and you go, they've left too much time yes, on the clock. That's
0: exactly right. Or when someone goes up 8 nothing on
1: the Rockies in Colorado, you're like, it's Colorado. There's they got too much time. time. Yes. I exactly. somewhat felt defeated as I was a Yankee fan for the well, evening. you are such a pessimist. I am you really are. But I will tell you this, Jerry, when Chad Green came in and the way he got the outs. He struck four in a row out. It reminded me of you're not a wrestling fan, but people listening to this are. Is this the Crab thing? No, not the Boston Crab thing. This Chad Green to me was like Hulk Hogan for the Yankees. They were down three nothing, and Hulk Hogan, when he would get in a submission hole, Jerry, in wrestling, they the referee will pick your arm up. Yes. and it goes limp, and then
0: all of a sudden it stays up.
1: Right, if your arm goes limp three times, you're out. Really, it was the uh, Louis Severino gave him one limp arm, gave him two limp arms, and then Chad Green did the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> finger shake like we are alive. You no, know, they were alive all right. And then I love the DD Gregorius bat flip in the, uh, by the way, first inning. That was a flip. It, yes, it was also after up and in.
0: Oh, is that right? Was it not or was that was that Gardner? No, that was I think that was Gregorius where or where Santana came up and in on him. They up and in them. And then he hits the just rocket oh. of a home run, which you And by the way, you knew it was going out when he came to the plate. It just felt like that. The whole thing. And by the way, you talk about, we were discussing the length, how you said 9, nine th- o'clock. It was the for right? Oh, time, yeah. So, I set the over-under at nine pitchers used last night. Do you have any idea how many pitchers were used last night?
1: Well, I know the Yankees used Louis Severino, Chad Green, David Robertson.
0: Yep. Oh, this is awesome. Let me see. What's his name? Coonley? <laughs> Canely. Canely. <laughs> yes. And uh, Chapman. Right. Five. The the twins used six. Eleven pitchers were used. And how about this? What's going through your mind? Maybe you were off the game already at this point. When they showed, I was the, on the game. Jerry. When they showed the Twins bullpen and Dylan G is warming up, <laughs> I told you their bullpen was not good. I mean, Boosnitz. <laughs> he was back in the game last night. Remember him from last couple weeks ago? Boosnitz. yes. And by the way, the, their bullpen actually didn't do terrible. Well, but you just you're looking at him like. Eh.
1: Well, that's why even when Irvin Santana had that bad first inning, and they showed in the dugout, Paul Molitor coming over to him, and they were they were not done with him.
0: No, well, be I guess. They wound up going to Berrios or Barrios, however you pronounce it. And I actually thought he was going to kind of stabilize the game, and he kind of did. But, you no, know, they got him, too, for a few runs.
1: And by the way, uh, just something to make me feel older, Jerry, uh, Paul Molitor looks... He looks old. He looks old. I know. And I... Uh, I know. When I played wiffle ball, I would sometimes... You'd be Paul Molitor? I would sometimes be Paul Molitor. Yeah. And he's old. Just for the record, you're old. Oh. <laughs> you're 48. I mean, you're not 28 anymore. Also, did you notice no this? Forty eight, correct. Yes. Not fifty yet. Did you notice this, Jerry? On the leadoff home run. Yeah, by Brian Dozier. Dozier over Gardy's head. Yeah. He somewhat looked at that fan as if he was going to come <laughs> well, down with that ball. He wasn't he, first of all, he wasn't coming down he, with the ball. He kind of gave a dirty one All
0: right, five. So be it. They won the game. So now you mentioned Brian Dozier. No, you mentioned. What well, no, you did. You said the leadoff home run. Yeah. Who hit the leadoff home run? Dozier. Are you sure? Dozier. What else did Brian Dozier do last night of note?
1: Last night Dozier? Yes. That I, I don't
0: <laughs> It's on the show sheet. What oh. are you talking about? Let
1: me look at my show sheet, Jerry. <laughs> you make the show sheet. Oh, I'm the guy who yes. types these up. I don't see anything, Jerry.
0: <laughs> I see no Dozier on my <laughs> no, show sheet. What play is he involved in? It's gone
1: viral. Oh, you had no idea who was at bat, did I you? I know. No, I was more focused on what happened. <laughs> yes, Jerry, we got a viral video from last <laughs> oh, night's game. You got a viral video, all right. When Gary Sanchez took a uh took a ball off the a ball. Of the off the family jewels. Yes. And David Robertson's reaction was the slow the motion, agony. Oh. Now he wears a cup, right? I gotta be honest with you, Al. I don't know. He had him to have, or he would. Football would've... players
0: don't <laughs> wear cups.
1: And this, by the way, is why I get mocked for wearing a cup in softball. I don't blame you. Because I, I don't too. want that to happen. And then you guys have that, David Robertson.
0: Actually, I reaction. think most of us would be laughing. I don't know that. No, we would not have that have looked that like trouble. It did look like trouble.
1: Sagging balls. Mm-hmm.
0: Even if you had a cup on, it's yeah. still gonna hurt like hell. I mean, you know that.
1: Oh yeah. I've thought of that, too, when I put the cup on for softball. It just hurts
0: slightly less.
1: Right. It doesn't hit. It's not a direct hit. Right.
0: You can't stand
1: up and take the shot. (laughs) Yeah, no. Ball ironing?
0: (laughs) I'm good. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that Uh way.
1: And then you're going to think I'm being stupid with this observation, but I swear I'm not. I've done a
0: podcast with you for like three years. I'm not sure if there's anything else
1: you could say that would make me think you're any stupider. (laughs) Like this legitimately. (laughs) Yes. I was. uh, And again, I'm telling you, I am a Met fan. But I am a Yankee fan for this series. So I'm rooting for the Yankees. I know you are. I don't are. want to see bad things Just happen. Just the way you root
0: for the, for the Giants now.
1: Yes. yes. I want to see them win. When Didi Gregorius hits that home run and the place erupts and it is exciting. Yes. Three-run homer, we're tied, we're back. When he comes in for the celebration, the amount of force in these forearms. Yeah,
0: you think he's going to take uh, someone's getting to hurt. face? Yes.
1: No, I think someone well, listen, is going to hurt their arm. It's
0: happened before where guys have celebrated a game-winning home run, and they're jumping up and down at home plate, and they tear an ACL. I mean, it actually has happened yeah. before, or they get a calf injury or an Achilles injury. But that having been said, that was a big home run and a big moment. Celebrate, boys. Celebrate. Celebrate.
1: Because I tell you, when they showed um, the dugout when it was 3 nothing quickly, Girardi and Larry Rothschild. <laughs> he looked like what they didn't even what know. You, well, and the twins were celebrating happened.
0: prematurely too. They looked like, eh, we told you we're gonna give right. you a game. Here we are. We got this. Let's
1: relax again. Chill out. Larry Rothschild looked like a guy like who was walked into a fight he didn't know there was fight, and someone punched him right in the face. And he was well, like, What he, was that for? He kind
0: of was. I mean, that's his guy out there. He's the ace. And by the way, it is funny because there were there was that notion yesterday. Um, I guess there was one guy that did call Mike and said, What if the twins get out to a three-nothing lead? Now, how but first of all, how does this even happen? How does the guy make the call and get through? Number one. Number two, how does he ever in his wildest dreams come up with the fact that Severino forget the idea that Severino is not gonna be good and maybe it's a short outing and you have to go to your bullpen early. I would have said what if you only get a three-inning outing again from Severino or if he only gives you four innings? This guy says, what if Severino can't get out of the first inning?
1: You're being a fool. What if the
0: the twins put up three quick runs
1: on him? Are you really that stupid?
0: (laughs) Dude, the guy nailed it. I mean, how does that happen?
1: Yeah, I was thinking. I was like, man, this guy's in for a long off season. This little Luis Severino.
0: If they would have lost.
1: Yeah, when it was Agreed. three nothing. Now not- he's got another chance now because right. he's going to
0: pitch again. And how about the fact too? And we'll take a break in one second. The idea that Corey Kluber's not pitching game one after we sat here all day yesterday discussing, well, if they win, you got Kluber and Carrasco game one and two. So,
1: so it's uh, game one is Thursday? Yes. 7.30.
0: 7.30. God forbid it could be the 5 o'clock game like Friday. Yeah, Friday, nice, helped.
1: nice 5 o'clock game. Yeah. You leave work We're early. We're off
0: Saturday. Who cares? I'd rather that game at 8 o'clock on No, Friday.
1: Friday though, Jerry, you leave work early. Yeah. You go to happy hour with your work friends. You. Not me, you all.
0: I have no other work friends that leave, oh. and he stays till four thirty.
1: Right, but we leave early though because we're here very early that's in the morning. True. I'm saying I'm here at the same time, or actually before you. I'm here. I, I'm talking about regular people right. who work nine to fivers. Right. You get out of work, you go right to the happy oh, that's hour. Awesome. Yes, they, they that's awesome. That's not us though. Two for one beverages. Right. But although if I was a bar, I'd do no happy hour. At that game. So I, this you is know your what? game.
0: Yes, it's kind of like I the premium the, ticket prices. I would this double is the price. Premium barring.
1: These beers are cost twice the price. Two for
0: one tomorrow. Today, one for one. Matter of fact, we're raising the prices. All right, we gotta take a break. This uh portion has been sponsored by Sprint. To learn how you can get the best price for unlimited, visit Sprint.com slash unlimited or call eight hundred Sprint One today. Sprint works for me compared to similar plans for national carriers. Features do differ. Quick break. Back in a moment. Boomer at the top on the fan.
1: It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak free roof from Scotts Garden 3M, the
0: superheroes of building products. All right. Welcome back. A couple minutes to the top. This portion is sponsored by Credit Karma. If you are just waking up, a late game, the Yankees did beat the Twins. So they are onto the ALDS in Cleveland against the Indians, which will begin. Tomorrow night, all the details straight ahead. This portion sponsored by Credit Karma. Get your truly free credit score and free credit monitoring from Credit Karma today. Credit Karma,
1: get knowing, Al Dukes. Jerry, now that Didi Gregorius is the greatest Yankee shortstop of all time. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> the former one, uh, Derek Jeter, was uh, also in the news yesterday. I saw that. As uh, he came out on the Players' Tribune, and uh, they showed him in his office with two iPads. Yes. He was working two iPads, Jerry, crunching numbers and then a lot of people noticed he had a big thing of Purell hand sanitizer. I was right up your alley. In his office. Yeah, yeah Jeets! Like, I imagine people have to walk in, hand sanitize, of course. shake Jeter's hand, start crunching numbers. He says, Jerry, he's got a lot of unpopular decisions to make soon. How about Giancarlo
0: Stanton to the Mets?
1: Yeah, I don't know about yeah, that. That's not going to happen. That's I a know. lot of money, right? doesn't mean I can't keep saying it. The Mets the Mets are not into spending a lot really, of money God, for if that. If he
0: went in there and all of a sudden he's unloading Marcelo Zuna and D. Gordon and John Carlos Stanton to start over. Oh.
1: Marcelo Zuna, uh, Jerry? Marcelo Zuna. You he only me. knew one of those names. Come though. on. I knew Giancarlo Carlos Stanton. You know who Marcelo know Zuna is? Yelich. Really. Christian Yelich, yes, the left also, fielder. That's he's a, right. He's a Met killer. <laughs> You are something special. So you and the Booms are going to break down this Yankee game coming up now.